a Radio 1 91FM podcast. Speaking of the museum at the moment, if you don't, didn't already know, Challenging the Deep, the James Cameron exhibition is on right now. Uh, and it is amazing. It's epic. It's incredible. You should definitely go and check it out. Uh, and uh, one of the people that checked it out recently was James Cameron himself. And I had the chance to meet uh, and have a chat to James about the exhibition and about some of his work. So we're going to have a wee swizzle, a wee listen, a wee what's going on uh, with James right now. Enjoy. You're on the 191 FM. Alright, kia ora James. Yeah. Um, uh, what are your initial thoughts on how Otago has put this exhibition on? Uh, uh, I, think it's, I think it's great. We, we developed the, the exhibit uh, with the uh, Sydney Maritime Museum mm-hmm. and it was a huge success there and Otago um, Museum actually came to us and said mm-hmm. we'd like to take, yeah. it, take it on and bring it in here and uh, explain in detail how it fit their agenda of trying to stimulate curiosity around science and technology and exploration mm-hmm. and I think you know what what we've seen is that there's a big educational component to this because kids you know and by kids I mean you know from six years old to high school even to, to college kids mm-hmm. are you know fascinated by these things that are being discovered things they've never seen and you'll see all sorts of exotic animals here just you know in, in, on the films and so on and uh, I think people also are fascinated by this idea of following your dreams. Mm-hmm. So the thing that the, this exhibit does n- quite nicely is it shows how at my really earliest age I was sketching submersibles and wanting to yeah. be a deep ocean explorer. And then I went into it through filmmaking. And I made a movie called The Abyss, right, which was just pure science fiction. Yeah. I didn't know what the yeah. hell I was talking about. <laughs> but in the process I met a whole bunch of experts who really build subs and really build deep ocean robotics and so on. and. I started to, to learn from them, and then I took it to the next level and said, I'm going to Titanic, and you I'm going to build my own cameras. You did pocket the next level. Yeah. Uh, speaking of The Abyss, which I watched again last night, it was one of my favorite films when I was younger. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was great, it was great. Um, now, it was groundbreaking for you in terms of both a filmmaker and a person uh, leading you to explore uh, and innovate in effects yep. and design, yep. as well as um, leading you through this world of underwater to the Titanic yeah. and beyond. Yep. Um, when did you know that it had bitten you, you know, that that bug had bitten you? Oh yeah, I don't know, I guess probably when we were making The Abyss and I, I got to go to Woods Hole, which was the big um, oceanographic institution in the U.S. and meet Robert Ballard, mm-hmm. who had, you know, who discovered the Titanic. And he led me around and he introduced me to all the roboticists that were building the, the um, ROVs, call them remotely operated vehicles, mm-hmm. and these guys are still friends of mine. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Years, years later, you know, twenty whatever it is, coming up on thirty years later, the Abyss is thirty. Was thirty uh, was released thirty years ago in August. Wow. So uh, that's when I set foot down that path and never looked back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of your friends, I think my favorite thing about the exhibition was. Um, the pictures and the stories of the crew yeah. and the people that have been with you on this journey because it, it's not just you, it's your colleagues yeah. that have gone along for the ride. Um, you know, how amazing was it to work with these people? Well, the thing is there's never enough room on the ship for all the people that want to come and <laughs> that you need. So you have to find people that are, uh, that are extraordinary individuals that can do three jobs because mm-hmm. you don't have enough room because yeah. you're trying to cram a film crew in with a bunch of engineers and, and you know, vehicle designers and things like that. So you wind up working with the kind of most amazing people, mm-hmm. and uh, especially like on the on the deep sea challenge expedition where we went out to the Challenger Deep, I had people on the ship that had never been to sea before, 
they knew an awful lot about electronics and robotics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so we taught them how to be at sea. <laughs> and they were very big-eyed for the first few days, especially when we hit some weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because you're going out to deep ocean. You're yeah. not just going a little bit offshore. You're, no, you're going was, out. Yeah, we're going all the way, but yeah. to the deep end of the pool, I yeah. call it, right? <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, you you make friends with these people, and and you see each other tested as a kind of trial by fire or trial by water. And uh, you rem there's a bond that lasts for the rest of your life with, mm -hmm. with the other folks on your team. Amazing. Um, what were you looking for at the bottom of the depth, at the bottom of the challenge of depth? What was the question you were answering, trying to answer? I think you don't go looking for something, you go looking to see what's there. Yeah. You know, it's, the, it, it's just the eternal question. What's around the corner? When I turn my lights that way, into a place that's that's been dark since the dawn of time and they shine on something and my cameras are running I want to see something yeah you know and sometimes it's a new animal sometimes it's a new geological formation you're always bringing back data and it takes the scientists years to go through it I mean we're just now publishing uh, uh, just recently published an important paper that came out of our 2012 expedition well yeah um, I guess you get, you're getting a lot of data all the time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, does does the exhibition work? Uh, you know, when you go out and do these um, amazing things, does that push you in other ways? Does that push you into uh, what you do with film and, and push you into the, to the limits of film, or, or sure. does, does it work vice versa? It definitely goes back and forth. So, you know, I, I did The Abyss and I had to solve some filmmaking problems, yeah. how to put actors into helmets so they could do dialogue underwater, how to build cameras, how to build lights. That took me into solving similar problems, except to work at Titanic steps two and a half miles down. Now I was at a whole different level. I was working with different types of engineers, mm -hmm. but it was the same kind of problems. Then you come full circle. You come back to, to you know, making Titanic, the movie, and having to work underwater, build new tools. Now I'm, I'm making Avatar, which we're shooting here in New Zealand. Uh, Avatar 2 and Avatar 3, and we've got a lot of underwater work, and we built new cameras and new 3D stuff and new yeah. new underwater lights and so on. So it definitely feeds back. It, you, I oscillate back and forth between the art and the science. Yeah. yeah. Um, this this exhibition it bears your name. Um, how do you feel about it? Um, and how do you feel about our curiosity with your curiosity? Look, I think that curiosity stimulates curiosity. When, when you know, kids come here, young people come here, or anybody that cares about the, the ocean, and they see, like, cause, you know, uh, it's, it's like finding one grain of sand in an entire beach and knowing the rest of the beach is unexplored. Yeah. That's what it's like. You, I, I've devoted the last 30 years of my life to this stuff, and I know that I've seen one grain of sand. Yeah. You know, so it's all out there. Yeah. Um, and I think that if you come to this exhibit, you'll two th see two things. One is the result of following your dreams from when you're a kid and, and suddenly one day finding yourself in the most improbable places on the planet because you followed that dream. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is to know that there's, there's almost an infinity of wonders still to be explored. Mm -hmm. So if you're curious and you like engineering and you like robotics or you like image making or filmmaking, then you can see here how, uh, by example, one person applied it and got to do all this cool stuff, and you can too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with that, I mean, what's the next adventure? What's the next question you have? 
Well, I've got to get these Avatar movies done. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, look, there's a, there's a very interesting trench system right here uh, offshore in New Zealand. If you go up yeah. the, the Kermadec yep. that runs up along the Kermadec Islands, goes up into the Tonga mm -hmm. Trench. Very interesting trench, and nobody knows what's down there. Yeah. It's a practically virgin. I mean, there's very little. Certainly, nobody's gone down there with with a deep what we call hadal vehicles, because the hadal depths like yeah. hell, mm -hmm, like hell mm -hmm. is below the abyss, right? <laughs> so the the hadal systems haven't gone down there, and I would love to do that. That'd be great. One, and I could maybe coordinate with Niwa, yeah. you know, right here to to, to do it. Well, one would imagine that it's quite volcanic down there, so you can find all kinds of crazy life. Right. Well, what you do is where these trenches subduct, and one one crustal plate goes under the other. It actually creates so much friction and heat that the volcanoes come up over there. Mm. So all of the volcanoes that we have running down the, the spine of the island, mm. Taupo and so on, all the way all the way down to Taranaki, um, that's all heat coming up because of this subduction effect. Yeah. Right. So one crustal plate is going under another. That's generating all that heat that's that's coming up here. So. Our lives are affected by that. You well, know, don't we need to know more about it? We do, we do. But James, thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to us today. Yeah, good, good. Cheers. My pleasure. Yeah, cheers. James Cameron there, challenging the deep is on now at the Otago Museum. Trust me, it's something you want to go and check out. Uh, it's on uh, running until, um, uh, well, the first quarter of next year. Um, so get over, get over to the museum uh, and check it out. It's something to do during the school holidays, no doubt. Take the kids. It's full of wonder and excitement. That was the Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.